And here we are, beginning our audio test, ready to speak, ready to talk, ready to be heard, for episode three. Welcome to Acoustic God. I am your host, Michael Turner. On this episode, we will be discussing perseverance. I come to the subject of perseverance for this very episode has been created with perseverance in mind. Just a bit ago, while doing a simple task of cleaning the dishes, thoughts filled my head. What's the point? Who would want to listen to you? You won't make money off this. There's so many others out there. And those thoughts started really winning in my mind. And then I thought, to counter the thoughts about perseverance, about pushing through these internal resistance thoughts such as you can't record your dog would make too much noise you can't record the washing machine was down in the background you can't record you won't have time in the future what's the point and then so on based off the others But perseverance came in my mind, like a guardian angel, and the message came, if you can't persevere through my own negative and doubtful thoughts, how can I persevere through others' negative and doubtful thoughts? If I can't persevere through my own thoughts and my own beliefs about what I can or cannot do, how can I persevere when others start vocalizing their thoughts. When others say, you really won't make money from this. You shouldn't spend too much time on this. No one's really gonna listen to you. Who's listening to you? When those actually get verbalized, and they might, if I can't stand up to my own thoughts, I won't even get a chance to stand up to those. And it made me think about those who stand up not only for themselves, but they stand against the grain. I'm not too familiar on the story of Buddha, but what I have heard recently from Joseph Campbell was that he was one of the, and a Buddhist scholar would know more, or a practitioner would know more that the of the three temptations sent at him one of them was family duty because he was a king or he was a prince so for him to cast away the duties of a prince which I have no idea what that would feel like to live a life of an ascetic a live a life of complete renunciation That 
was thrown at him. Something you don't perceive of. And why that was in my mind is the thought of being an embarrassment for others, friends and relatives and family. And if that is in this story of mine, in this internal vision of mine, true, you know, you're an embarrassment, stop doing this, you're uh, this is too extreme. This is not, wouldn't be really in my family. But I can see that happening to others and others. You can't be an artist. You're going to be a doctor. Go out and be a doctor. But I have artistic talents in me. No, be a doctor. I will not be a doctor. And if they don't have the perseverance to be that artist, they will be a doctor. Which is, who knows where that story leads. But that is this example of that external duty put upon one who has the calling for another expression. And so here I am. I decided that in this moment of resistance, my internal thoughts, the in these moments, are the best opportunities for growth. because they're only going to get more challenging. They're only going to get bigger. And so every opportunity of resistance to start to move past, that is grace. So, forgive me for my pauses, I was re reflecting on where that information came from. I want to say that came from my teacher, Ramin. I believe he bestowed that wisdom upon me and others who are listening. This goes great with my last episode, episode uh, two, talking about inspiration. Because when you have those strikes of inspiration, strikes and passions to drive forth, what is one of the causes that abruptly ends that driving force? Well, it is resistance. Many times for me personally, I feel like I have all these different little talents and I can't focus on one. And the truth is, is I try them all until I hit a resistant point, and I don't push through that resistant point. Writing a story. We all have this. We write, like, I'm going to be a writer. Da, 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 da. Writing two pages in. Writing three pages in. I'm doing great. Four and a half. Four and... Seventy-fifth. Five. Five and a third, and it drops off. I do have this story, I do have this great writing, I'm five pages and one third in, and I stopped four years ago. 
Well, that's not done. I do want to be an architect. I do. I took one semester of architecture. It was really hard. So I switched my degree in mathematics. Or biology. So if you can't persevere through the own disciplines to get through to the finish line on those, when you get to, you need to be, a, you're going to be a doctor. I'm an artist. You're going to be a doctor. How can you possibly get through that? Or even more so, the perseverance of being a teacher. When you are actually being as honest and you know the truth, you know the truth and the student resists you and argues you, but it is your job to teach them. It is your responsibility or like a pasture. So like a pasture, it's, it's their God-given um, path to lead others into a spiritual path. And the resistance that comes from that, oh my gosh, I mean, it's just probably so many. That is quite a path. So when we have all these resistance points, and if we can come with it with honesty, okay, yeah, I um, uh, I fell short, you know, five and one third pages in to my story I've been writing. And if you can persevere, I'm going to get six pages today. And then if you persevere, I'm going to get seven the next day. And that with that perseverance, becoming a habit, that is how you can navigate new paths and new paradigms that others have not traveled. Why didn't I think of that? Well, because you, you hit your first resistance point and you ran away from it. So it's actually more inspiring to hear where did these artists, where do these successful individuals, where do they find resistance? That is the inspirational part. And I think that harkens back to the stories of our ancestors, the stories of our cultures, of all cultures, because they all teach them. What comes to mind for me is the stories of the Greeks. You know, Hercules, Odysseus. And there, there are much, much more, and I'm sure we can go just deep into the similarities between these stories. What makes a good story? Resistant points. No one likes a story. <laughs> no one likes a story where there once was a peasant. A nobody, born orphan, no parents, 
nothing. And he walked out and the sun shined upon him, warmed his chest as he opened up his arms and said, what a glorious day, Gl glory, glory be the day. And the king going by said, what a happy man, let him be king, and crowned him. The end. Well, that is just boring as all get out. It's unique, <laughs> but it's boring. But if the peasant walks out and says, Glory be to the day, the sun is shining upon my chest, warming my body. And a man peeks out his window and says, Do shut up. You are a peasant. I don't want to hear you speak. And he looks up and he sees a knight look out his window with a nightcap on. And he's put back down. And then he perseveres through that ridicule. And he perseveres until he becomes seen as somebody. And then he rises to the top to be somebody to others. Somebody to others. But then somebody to himself. And he rises, he rises. Until eventually he somehow becomes a king. That's more of an interesting story. Because he perseveres through these challenges. That we then take upon ourselves to learn from. And we ourselves can persevere. That's the common thing that keeps happening. I have stopped watching movies. I have stopped watching shows. I actually watch commentary, just people talk about shows lately. Just because it's, I find it more humorous because the stories are so bad. Do you know why? These people don't learn a damn thing. They don't persevere through anything. They're just great. They're just great. They come to a challenge and they're like, here's a challenge. I can, here's the answer because I'm great. They go to another, here's a challenge. We can't make it through the door. I'm just going to break it open because I'm great. And here's the ending. Well, I'm going to win because I'm great. <laughs> what a funny situation. We learn nothing. and But the ones you learn from, the one you persevere through, Those are the ones that we then take to our heart and then inspire us to push through those resistance points. Inspire us to stand up for what we believe in. I mean, Martin Luther King, imagine if he had no resistance. If he, if he spoke his speech and everyone said, yes, and everything was smooth. Well, I guess someone had to just come along and say it, and we all agreed. <laughs> no, he had all this resistance point to the very fact that he lost his life. I mean, his whole... To, res to the end. To the very end. Resistance. So, resistance. So and perseverance and I've heard this before too I'm sure I've heard it just through other videos there's rarely things I don't just hear of deep wisdom on the streets um, I just heard this I think from Sri Sri Ravishankar if I'm gonna give some credit I'm gonna try to give credit so and I, and I believe in a book, I've read it as well, 
When yogis don't have any resistance, they say, what's wrong? What am I doing wrong? They want to go through that discipline. They want to go through that because it brings about transformation. So with now a flip, we've now gone to resistance and yeah, resistance being the camel that broke your back. The camel that broke your back. <laughs> yeah, resistance is the camel that just breaks your back into resistance being a straw on a the back of a camel that you just push through. Yes, maybe that one straw will be one of the billions of trillions that breaks the camel back, but until then, persevere. And most definitely get through that first resistance, which is the camel that just breaks your back. <laughs> camel resistance that just breaks your back right away. The first signs of resistance, you just push through. And those first signs of resistance, what are they? Thoughts, and doubts, and fears. Where do they come from? Probably our past, probably our past experience. Don't let those be the camel that just breaks your back. Furthermore, how good does it feel to persevere through adversity? It feels phenomenal. When you're in it, you pray for salvation. You pray for it to release. You pray to get through it. But when you're past it, ha yes, excitement. You brag about it probably. And then it becomes a wonderful story for others to listen to and enjoy and take upon themselves to learn from. So with this unique... So from this, this unique resistance that has now become the subject of my talk, my contemplation of episode three, as I continue to become more confident, more comfortable, more driven, more focused in my vision of what I want to accomplish, it become has become my fuel. So with the passion that we have, say the inspiration that we have, now we've come to a resistance point. And when we've persevered through that resistance point, the fuel of passion drives you forward. The fuel of inspiration drives you forward. What were these resistance points? Resistant thoughts? Perspectives? Beliefs? What were these? Past experiences. Past impressions. Things of the past. We can take this amp amplifier way out, way out, to say how many things have we done this to ourselves with? How many times have we done this? How many things have I stopped? How many 
ideas did I not manifest? How many... Get this. How many girls did you not ask out? How many boys did you not go and talk to? Because the resistance of thought. I believe there's a common theme. Fears and thoughts and doubts within your mind are more debilitating than the actual experience in which you will be engaging with. And when you engage in the, that adversity on the external, bringing forth honesty, truth, clear judgment, and wisdom, to then do the best that you can. And if that steers you in another direction, if you're not quite strong enough physically or mentally, or energetically then so be it but perhaps that now external resistance that you have now engaged with the fears that you had were real and did come to manifest well then if you're still alive as they say it will only make you stronger So this is where I want to come to a closure. That adversity and resistance are not to be feared and not to be ran away from. Now I say this with the same thought inside my mind that I need to be doing more physical postures and yoga, working out, meditating, pranayama, breathing, all those my to-do things pop into my head. I'm not no saint on this sucker. It is... Or eating healthy, too. You gotta... Things. And so I have all these things I gotta work out. I'm sure anyone listening has all their things they gotta work on. But maybe together, as we're all just students of the world, we can help each other out along the way through stories on how we overcame those challenges, overcame those thoughts, over, overcame those fears, overcame that programming and belief system. Such a degree of lack, the thought of lack, the thought of I'm always going to be poor, embedded upon your mind, where the second you start to become rich and resistance comes, just go right back to the poor. The second you start thinking like that and resistance comes, like, I'm not gonna be, I'm not, I'm not gonna be in lack anymore. I'm not gonna be poor. Then you have a thought, oh shoot. I don't have enough money to pay for rent. That's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Like, how do you get out of that thought? Yeah, <laughs> the secret, the secret, it's all in your thoughts. Well, that's a tough one. That's a resistant point. That is not a little hurdle. And to think that it's all like thoughts. This is the trick. This is the switch of thing. When people say, it's all in your thoughts. It's the way you perceive the world. That is actually the most difficult to unwind and undo. It is your perception that is the most difficult. And to put more of a respect upon your perspective. 
respecting your perspective that yes, I'm in lack. I'm in lack, but I know if I just change my perspective, abundance will come. I know if I just that abundance is coming. It's going to come. And then resistance comes. Your your payment comes in. It's not as much as you want. Resistance comes. Then those thoughts come. Those are to be respected. But with the understanding that they can actually be resolved. Those subtle thoughts are points of resistance. Those thoughts can actually be released. Those beliefs can be released, but with the respect of what it takes to release those thoughts. First of all, you got to see them. Second of all, you got to acknowledge them. And third of all, you got to do something about them. What are you going to do about them? Well, you got you to you control your thoughts. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck controlling your thoughts. What on earth can you do? You got to find some wisdom. And I know that's a lot longer than what is expected, but at least it's fun. It's, it's, I'm leaning into the unknown where I have no idea where the answer is to these questions. Leaning into the unknown. And that is what it would take to surmount those belief systems, is leaning into the unknown because you actually don't know. The truth is you, you don't know. So if you start leaning into you actually don't know, it releases the, the false perceptions of known, the false perception of what you know. If you lean into what you don't know and surrender into the unknown, you let go of what you thought. So good luck. Thank you for letting me persevere through my own thoughts and my own fears and my own discouragement to come to a closure. I apologize for the furnace in the background, but I am a low budget. Oh, that's quite the furnace. <laughs> I am a low budget beginning of a grand enterprise of Acoustic God. Thank you for joining me for episode three and stay tuned for episode three. Four. <laughs> Four. Thank you. <laughs>